Welcome in once again, Women Really Mean Business, presented by Athena International. And we have a great guest for you, as usual, this week. But we have a favor to ask of you, myself and Athena International. Could you consider becoming a patron? Now, the patronage is $5 or $10 a month, and you get so much by becoming a patron. First of all, at the $5 level, you get extras that we record. At the $10 level, you get extras Plus, you get the show before anyone else does. And beyond all that, you will support the mission of this podcast and Athena International. And if you're enjoying our podcast, please consider becoming a patron. And it's easy to do. Just go to the top of womenreallymeanbusiness.com and you will see a link right there. But you have a guest to get to first. And this guest is a personal friend of mine, and she's got a great story for you. The agony of a divorce and the uncertainty surrounding becoming a newly single mom inspired this entrepreneur and author to, well, inspire other single moms via coaching and a book. It is an amazing transition from pain to success. Get ready for the story of Jenny Askins, and this is Women Really Mean Business, presented by Athena International, episode number 55. Welcome to Women Really Mean Business, presented by Athena International, the podcast that tells you the story of how women are impacting business, one guest at a time. Now here's your host, Jeff Bolitnikoff, with another successful woman and her unique business journey. Women Really Mean Business, presented by Athena International. I'm Jeff Blitnikoff, and I have a leader on the line right now that she does so many different things, and there's really a lot to dig into here, and I'm going to really give her the floor. I'm going to give you a little bit of a bio, but I'm not even going to do it justice. So her name is Jenny Askins, and she supports and empowers single moms to live a more joyful and balanced life. And she does that in a variety of different ways. I'm going to have her get into that. She also has a book that she's going to talk about. And her website is singlemomempowered.com. And Jenny, of course, she is a single mom. So she is the real deal as far as being able to support, encourage, inspire, teach, and all the other good stuff when it comes to single moms. And, you know, Jenny, welcome to the podcast. Thanks for being here. Hi, Jeff. Thank you for having me on. Um, and I just want to tell you, I think it's incredible for what you're doing um, for women and starting this podcast for women to really inspire one another. No, I really appreciate it. And it's, you know, it's like our podcast or this podcast and what you do, they're really kind of walking along a parallel path when you think about it, because this podcast is empowering women in business and you're empowering single moms. And, you know, to tell you the truth, when I look at the breadth and the depth of the stuff that you do, there is a lot there. So maybe you could just give us your bio and your words, how you came to really kind of create all of this and what you do to support single moms. Just Jenny, as, as listeners know, I uh, give the floor to my guest as soon as I possibly can. So the floor is now yours. Sure. Thanks, Jeff. I, um, about a little over a year ago, I started um, a group called Single Mom Life. 
And, and and the reason I did is, as as you kind of already made mention, I am divorced. I have two kids, and they're little, um, a four and a six year old. And so I knew the struggle that I was going through, and I also knew that I could not be the only one going through them. So it kind of prompted me to start Single Mom Life, um, which is a monthly group that we meet where I get inspiring speakers. Um, I hold a meditation. I do a guided meditation there. I set up a personal growth exercise just to give you a little bit about that. And then I also have a social media page called Single Mom Life on Facebook where I have a main page and then I have a private group. And in our private group, um, it's actually very intimate. I have women from all over, I mean, as far as Japan, who are a part of this group. And what prompted me to start um, this online platform for single moms was I don't want any single mom to ever feel alone. And I know that being a single mom could feel very isolating. So um, on our private group page, I put up a lot of inspiration. Um, I do a lot of prompt questions. Um, single moms go on and they, uh, they vent or they share different resources. I mean, it's incredible how many of these women um, have connected with one another. And that was definitely my vision. Um, for creating the social media page. So it's just incredible to watch it grow, um, watch these like-minded women connect and really help each other. I mean, the feedback I have gotten is you know, these women are feeling better about you know their lives and they're not feeling as alone. Um, that's for the, you know, the single mom life. And starting this group really um, fueled my passion to start getting into one-on-one creative coaching um, for single moms. So I, you know, I focus on a single mom as a whole person, not just a mom, a woman with dreams, a, you know, woman with fears. And usually when we really kind of dig in, there are definitely things that are holding these single moms back. And, and, it's, and it's really kind of a common thread. They feel that because they're a single mom that they can't, you know, move to maybe the next level in their career because how am I going to do it? I'm a single mom. And I feel like, you know, creating this, this group, but then also through private creative coaching, I feel like, you know, my job is to really inspire them to take action, to, uh, you know, a call to action to really know that, that they can do it. And it is hard because when I first became a single mom, I felt feel that I was in a role of a victim. I mean, I'm not going to lie. I was, it was, I mean, going through a divorce is like grueling. And anyone that's ever been through one, I mean, they will tell you that. It's devastating. I mean, even if you are the one that initiated it, it doesn't matter. It's devastating trying to work out all the co-parenting. That is just a, oh, just such a heart-wrenching process. And so there's a lot there. And, and so when you first become a single mom, typically you are very vulnerable and you are in a a role of a victim, like a poor me, and, 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 and rightfully so. I mean, you know, as a single mom, when you first become one, you are going through a lot. However, where I come in, I want to inspire them to get to a place where they actually can realize that they have the power now 
to create a life that they really want. I mean, it's them and their children. It's not that they have to like run things by their husband or anything like that. I mean, this is their time to be able to really create a life that they that they want. So with the one-on-one coaching, I I coach them through the transition of, of the divorce if that is, if if they are newly divorced or if they're not and they just want to find a better life balance as a single mom. They want to get back out there and start dating. Um, they have some things to still heal. So whatever it may be, um, we just kind of start right where they are. And um, I get my clients to try to, you know, think in a lot of different ways and to obviously think in new, new ways. So let's talk about the single mom and the challenges that she goes through, which, of course, you know very well, because this is something that you've just gone through. But and I'm going to offer a disclaimer to the audience that Jenny and I are actually close personal friends. So I know a lot of this. Absolutely. And I know this backstory of how you created the group. And I want to bring that out in the interview, too. So first of all, from your perspective, what single moms go through, but also the second part of that question is, and it's more of a statement that I'm going to make to you in that you said that you wanted a group that is inspirational. You've mentioned inspire all throughout this interview so far because you didn't, you did not want a group where there was a lot of negativity, where people were, it was kind of like, you know, always boo-hoo and complaining and stuff like that. You wanted this to be, you were intentional, I should say, about this being a positive, uplifting experience that moved these single moms forward. So if you could just react to all that, that would be great. Yes. um, No, you're absolutely right. I... Yeah, and I'm going to be honest with you. The first couple months of when the group started, I was leaving there and, you know, and meeting the facilitator of it and just kind of learning the ropes. That was my first time actually facilitating a group, you know, a circle. And so I would be there and my heart would feel a little bit heavy. And, you know, my whole objective, Jeff, you're absolutely right, was to inspire and move single moms forward. I wanted everybody to leave there better feeling better than when they came in. So I, 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 the first couple months, I, I didn't feel that that was happening. So that's when I started creating the personal growth exercises and I started um, doing, um, since I'm a meditation and mindful living coach, I started um, doing guided meditations to open your heart. And it, kind of what you said, I really kind of laid down the the rules. I mean, it's definitely not a group where women come in and um, they're man haters or I, I don't let any of that go on. I mean, yeah, some of these women heartbroken, of course. However, for me, it's to inspire them to get back out there and, and just start dating again. And, and the one thing I have to say to anyone that's going through any heartbreak, um, whether you're a man or a woman, don't let, you know, what somebody else did color your path for the future and where you're not going to let yourself be happy and, you know, to meet somebody else that, that can make you happy. And I think a lot of people hold on to thinking that, you know, whether a man or a woman, they're, you know, they're going to just find more of the same. And, and so that's not true. And I had, it's, have seen, I saw that a little bit in the group and I definitely, you know, was there to help gently um, guide those thoughts into more positive ones, if you will. Yeah. And 
So the single mom, from your perspective, mm-hmm. and you again, you had mentioned this earlier about women that are single moms, they sometimes feel like, well, I can't go forward in business. I can't do this. I can't do that. But in your mind, that's completely untrue. And I, of course, I agree with that. But tell me what single moms go through and then how you break them out of these patterns if they have allowed themselves to get into those negative thoughts. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, sure. That's a great question. Well, I think that when they feel when they're feeling that way, when they're feeling stuck and they feel like they can't move forward and they're making excuses because that's, I have to be honest, I mean, let's just call it what it is. And they're making these excuses as to why they can't move forward. Well, it all depends on the individual who I would be working with, um, what avenue to use just because, you know, everybody, every personality is different. But I'll talk about the group. I'll go back to the group. I do have some women in the group that are stuck in dead-end jobs. And they would love to maybe go back to school. One woman would love to go back to school. And, you know, another woman would love to start a different career. So I have helped them just try to set, you know, goals. It starts small. And, you know, baby steps. You don't ever want to just push somebody that may not be ready. But, you know, as anything else, it all starts with baby steps. And I feel like once you start taking the little baby steps, I, I feel like, you know, each step feels so good. And it and it starts to feel right and that you're on the right path and you're on your way. And then it just becomes easier to take the next step. So it all starts with that baby step is, is the best way, I guess, for me to explain it when you're dealing with a, a group of people opposed to just individual. I mean, even individuals, but I see in the group, as I said, that there are a lot of women stuck and we do some goal setting, starting with just a baby step. Well, we've had a lot of conversations about this and I think it's important to bring this out in the interview as to, again, let's go back to intention and how intentional you are about the way that you coach the folks that are in your group. In fact, you had mentioned that a lot of times, and you'd gone through the divorce, and a lot of these Mm -hmm. women have gone through divorce, broken relationships, stuff like that. Certainly something that affects you, but you don't have it where it defines you, nor does it define them. So, and I, and you say that in your bio too, you say that you help them connect within because mm-hmm. at the end of the day, it's not an external force that's really going to move you forward. It's your internal thinking, <clears throat> getting that right and not depending on external circumstances like a relationship or whatnot. It's really all about kind of finding your own two feet yourself and then being able to move forward into what you're supposed to do. And I just want to see how close I am as far as that being the point of everything, because that's at least what I derive out of it from not only reading your bio, but all the conversations we have. What do you think about that, Jenny? Uh, you're absolutely right. And, you know, the connecting within part, that that's why um, I, I chose to name my book. So the title of my book is Connecting Within. And I'm going to, you know, let you in on something. Um, and I probably have told you this, Jess, because, you know, oh my gosh, we're great friends and I tell you a ton of different things. I started writing my book 
when my daughter Viviana, who was my oldest daughter, when she was three months old. And at the time I started writing this book, I was married. And I just, you know, I was feeling, I just had a baby. My whole life changed. My marriage was falling apart. Looking back now, I can tell you I probably was dealing with some postpartum depression. I definitely had um, anxiety. And, and, and the fact that my marriage was falling apart was not helping. So to get back to um, the book is kind of, and this is what even leads me forward to what I'm doing now. Um, so here I am, my life, I just had a baby. My life has just took such a the most beautiful turn at the same time, um, because, you know, here's this, this, I always knew I wanted to be a mother. However, my marriage is falling apart. So I, just, I start writing. Writing is what I know. Writing is what makes me feel good. So I started writing and I started writing this book and I didn't know what I was going to call it. But it was connecting. As I was writing, I was feeling more I was a connection with myself. And at this time, prior to, um, before I started writing, I mean, I am just feeling really depressed. And so then during this time that I was writing, I was starting to feel better. And I was starting to do things that were healthy. And, and not that I was doing anything unhealthy, but I mean, getting like better sleep, making sure I had, you know, eight hours of sleep and trying to eat healthier. And I just, I really started taking a little bit of better care for myself. You know, I was a new mom. I thought, you know what, I have to take care of myself too. How am I going to take care of this baby? You know, my baby. So it made me really start connecting within myself and to my me. And unfortunately, the blessing and the curse during that time was connecting to myself and more of my needs. I also realized that my marriage was no longer working, as did he. I mean, so it wasn't just a um, mutual agreement, but it, it made me realize what wasn't working in my life also. The most powerful connection that we will ever make is within ourselves. We do need outside connection. I mean, we're, we're you know, human nature. We, we need to connect with people. I mean, that's one of our big needs. However, um, to really connect with people authentically and to really find your, your, your true joy, you do need to, to, to connect within. And, and, you know, whatever that may be for you. I mean, if it's sometimes, you know, people connect with them when they're in nature or sitting in, you know, silence or, you know, putting on maybe some good music and just dancing. I mean, there's so many ways people connect with them and I could name a hundred of them, but it is, it's, it's very, very important. Okay. Let's talk about the choice that you made. Your family business is very successful and you could have easily gone in that direction, taken the safe choice, but you went on this entrepreneurial journey because you obviously felt something that it was the right direction to go in. So I'd love to know the why of the entrepreneurial journey that you decided to take instead of the safe path of going into your family business. Yeah, I know. That's a great question. And and you're right. I mean, I could very easily be in my family's business. And I mean, they're great. As you know, I mean, they're great people and, and it is safe. But however, I mean, the truth is, it, you know, call it, you know, having faith in God. I mean, I pray all the time and I feel like this is the direction that I'm being led in. I mean, just, you know, through my instincts and through, you know, I feel um, through God that I'm being led in a direction to really help and inspire and empower single moms. I mean, this is where my 
real passion lies and I feel it in my core of, of my very being. And, and if you would have asked me, you know, three years ago, if I thought I would be on this path, I would have said no. And as a matter of fact, I mean, my family works so hard and I see what goes into running a business. And if you would have asked me three years ago, if I would want to go in business for myself, I would have said no. And, you know, I just, I have deepened my faith with God and I, I meditate and I do yoga and I'm a very spiritual person and I am just really opening up to listen more to my intuition and where I'm, you know, where God wants me to do his work. And I just really feel like this is the path that I am being led on. And like you said, it, 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 it scares me sometimes because I don't know where it's going to take me and I don't know exactly at every moment or, and you know, I don't know exactly where I'm going to be honest with you. I know what I, I know I have a vision of how I want to help sing along, but I don't know what tomorrow is going to bring. I'm excited though, because I feel like probably for the first time ever that I'm really on the right career path and where it leads. I'm very excited to see. Let's talk to the single moms right now that are listening mm-hmm. and We, all the time on this podcast, will, of course, give the mic to you at the beginning and at the end. But I think I'm going to give you the mic an extra time with this question. I want you right now to address single moms and talk to them from your heart as to what you want to just tell them and what you want them to know about where they're at in their journey. So what would you say to single moms right now, Jenny? Sure. I I would want all you single moms to know if you right now are, you know, recently going through a divorce. I am so sorry because I know how heartbreaking and how hard that that can be. First and foremost, I mean, if that this is where you are at in your journey, I am sorry that that is where you are, but I will tell you and um, that it will get better and you will be okay and your kids will be okay and things will get better. That's the first thing. And then to all um, single moms, again, wherever you are in your journey, um, it's about accepting where you are. Sometimes we are at a place in our journey where it just seems like an up hill struck. And, and, and we all go through that. I don't care. Single, married. I don't care. Even if you don't have kids. I mean, let's be honest. You know, the human nature, we all struggle. Um, but for single moms, if you are in that place where you are going through an uphill struggle right now, it will get better. You will be okay. And you are not a victim. This is your chance to create the life that you want. And I am here to tell you, you can do it. You can do it and you will. It is about being determined and taking those baby steps. The one thing that I know about your Facebook group and what I see posted on Facebook, because we've been a little solemn the last few questions and we can, we, and, you know, and, and, and certainly that's a part of it, but we can also lighten the mood as well. And by the way, uh, Jenny's book, her website, all her Facebook connections, social media connections, that'll be in the resources for you. But let's talk about the lighter side of what you do, because 
there's a lot of smiles in the single mom group. There's there's outings, there's activities, and and you right now again you were you, you you talked real to them and you gave I think maybe somebody that's struggling right now maybe you gave them a little bit of a lifeline there, but it's not all about like kind of a you know serious emotions. You also make sure to have a lot of fun in your group. So tell me about that. Well, I think you have to say we this woman in our group planned an outing for us to go see Magic Mike, which I never, I, I didn't even really know what Magic Mike was, to be honest with you. I agreed to go, so we had a lot of fun, a lot of laughs. So, no, we we definitely also, um, we will laugh and, you know, joke around, and it's very, also very lighthearted. And I do also have to say within the um, the group that meets up monthly, there's been a lot of bonds and friendships formed. I mean, these people hang out outside of our monthly meetup. And I have, you know, just made so many friends and so many bonds have formed. And I know um, two of the women, they actually babysit for each other. So, no, there's a lot of really beautiful things that are coming out of it and, and really kind of finding our, our single mom tribe. And you are from Erie, obviously. So if you're in the Erie area, you can go check Jenny out live. But Jenny, if somebody, which many of our listeners are outside the Erie area, and obviously it's going to be tough for them to get to an event, what would you suggest they connect to online so that they can feel a part of everything? Yes. Okay. So on our social media on Facebook, it's Single Mom Life. Um, what I really recommend, though, um, is, you know, if you could like our Single Mom Life page, that would be great. But I really recommend single moms joining our Single Mom Life private group. That is where I will share more in-depth inspiration. I'm going to hopefully maybe do some Facebook Live. I know a lot of women go on there and they share resources and they connect with one another. So I would say our Single Mom Life private uh, group page, definitely. All right, let's head into some Athena-based questions. And Mm -hmm. uh, we have two of them, of course. And the first one, it's the eight Athena leadership principles from the book, Becoming Athena, eight principles to enlighten leadership by Athena International founder, Martha Mertz. And you know, Jenny, as long as I've ever known you, this is one of the principles. Well, you actually are great with all eight principles, but this one especially, learn constantly. That's, that's really what you're all about because that's, that's pretty much what you have done uh, ever since I've known you. So tell me what learn constantly means to you. Uh, learn constantly to me means to never stop learning, um, whether it's taking a class, getting a uh, certification in something. I mean, going back to full-blown college, if that's something that you want to do. And also, I feel that we can learn from people in our everyday lives. You know, if we really open ourselves up, we people are always teaching us, the people around us. But yeah, I am a lifelong learner, so I, I feel by that 100%. <laughs> And this is something that you do in your group, so this is going to be pretty easy for you to answer. But one of the things that we like to ask 
being that, of course, this is an Athena podcast that I'd like to discuss how women are elevating other women and celebrating it, because that's important, too. It's not only about moving ahead, but moving ahead with style, as I like to think of it. And um, so... I love that. Yeah, isn't that? Yeah, I just made that up right you on the fly. That. Moving ahead with style. Go you. I love it. <laughs> <laughs> and it's really, you know, that's when you're celebrating. That's what you're doing. So, uh, hey, score one for me on the podcast tonight. But, yeah. <laughs> but so what is that, what does that all that mean to you, Jen? Because that's exactly what you do in your group. You're always elevating other women. So I'd love your perspective on that. Sure. Yeah, I, I'm really glad that you actually asked that because one of the things I say in my monthly meetup is I tell all the women, because I get new women each month, and I tell them that the one thing I want to see is it's about women building each other up. So I emphasize on that. And so my perspective on it is, you know, whether you're being a listening ear to somebody or whether it's that, hey, you know what, they're down and, you know, let me get you a cup of coffee, make them feel better. Or, um, hey, I know it's somebody hiring, you know, shoot them a text, so-and-so is hiring, and let me kind of try to help you get in. So, you know, you can help women in so many other ways. And sometimes, honestly, even, you know, if you see another woman that you don't know, I mean, compliment, um, a smile even. So I think we can even build each other up in, in subtle ways. Uh, is the first thing. And even on my private group page, um, single mom life, uh, it is the one thing I find amazing. And one day it actually brought me to tears. There was a woman and she wrote some pretty heavy, heavy things on the uh, private group page of, of how depressed that she was. And what really, really brought me to tears is by the time I saw it, it was probably up there at that time, maybe about an hour, because I really try to check very frequently. Um, so by the time I by the time I saw it, it was only up there for like an hour. And all these other women from that group page were responding to her. And I mean, I'm not kidding when I tell you, I like literally like my eyes filled with tears. And I went on there and I wrote like, you all are just such incredible women for how they just rushed to try to help help another single mom out. So I just I just had to say that because it's in those kind of moments that really restores also my faith. Because not everybody's kind, I mean, let's be honest. And so when I see those kind of things, I mean it just it melts my heart and that that is why I'm doing what I'm doing. And see, helping somebody like that, because we all go through rough patches and to maybe give her a little light and then positively change the direction of her life. You just don't know what kind of ripple effect that's going to have, but it doesn't really take that much more. It doesn't take that much to be kind. And we should all, we should all strive for that. In fact, there's a story in Martha Mertz's book that I just mentioned, and I'm kind of, kind of paraphrase it, but I want you to react to this. So she tells a tale of a little boy and a man at the beach. And there's, I think there's like thousands of crabs that have washed up on the shore. And the little boy is kind of meticulously going by and he's throwing one crab at a time back into the ocean. 
And at any rate, the man comes up to me, says, there's thousands of these animals here. Uh, what difference can you make? And he says, I'm making a difference for the crab, the one crab. I've never heard that story. Is it a I great, love that story. Isn't it a great story? Yeah. What do you think yeah. about that? Yeah, I, I agree with that 100%. If you can make a difference in one person's life, I mean, you are, you're doing God's work or whatever it is that, you know, you believe you, you know, I love, um, what is that, that famous quote? Um, oh my goodness. I, I, my, if you change, um, it's not about, um, oh my goodness. I, I can't think of it right now, but basically. Is it, is it I, that, is it that quote that says that if you, if one life breathes easier because of your presence, you've, um, had a successful yes, life? Done, yes. Yes. Yeah, and yeah. I agree with that 100%. I feel that if we can make a change in one person's life, I mean, that has to make us feel good. I mean, I don't know. I feel like, when I help somebody else, I, I mean, that, that just makes me light up and that makes me feel, feel so good. And so I, I feel that, you know, I, I think it's important to be kind. And sometimes, you know, you might get uh, an urge to you know, say something to somebody. And a lot of times it's funny how we'll hold ourselves back. But the truth is we shouldn't because maybe that message that you were going to deliver to that person, even though to you it might sound so silly, maybe that's what they need. So I think it is important to follow our instincts. So we're feeling that nudge to maybe say something, you know, share something with somebody and we think, oh, but that sounds silly or, oh, but I think it's important to, because you don't know whose life you may be saving or what they might be going through. And so I think sometimes we get those nudges. I believe that, you know, we're all on this earth doing, you know, God's work. And I feel that, you know, one light lights another light, if you will. So I, I, I believe that 100%. And I love that story. Yeah, I love that story, too. It's uh, one of my favorites from her book. And boy, there's a lot of favorites that I have in that book. What an incredible book. And then, of course, she was podcast guest number 50 for our golden anniversary podcast. So if you want to check out Martha's interview, then I suggest you go to number 50. But uh, Jenny, let's talk about some resources that inspire you. Of course, as we mentioned earlier in the interview, you're going to have all of the connections to your social media, your book, your website, all that stuff. But what are some other resources that you like to plug into that inspire you and you think might help others listening? Yeah, um, definitely. I have um, well, dailyohm.com is great for um, just very, it's very inspirational, very uplifting, just a lot of different stories, quotes. Um, I love going there. Um, Deepak Chopra, I obviously follow um, his stuff. Green Brown, she um, definitely is somebody that I follow. Very, very inspirational. I'm trying to think Marianne Williamson. I mean, she's great. So those are pretty much the people at this point that I, I tend to really kind of gravitate towards and have been following. All right. As people know that listen to this podcast, we start with the guest, we end with the guest. And I've already passed the mic over to you two times, but I'm going to have to make it lucky number three. I think there is lucky number three. I don't know. There's lucky number three now that exists on this podcast. I, I declare it. 
But (laughs) so I'd like you to take out this podcast and take it to whatever direction you want it to go in. And you can address the audience with whatever you want to talk about. In fact, the microphone, Jenny, is yours. All right. Well, thank you, Jeff. Um, Again, thank you for having me on the podcast. Um, Thank you for whoever may be listening to this. If you're a single mom, uh, as I said before, this is your time to absolutely create the life that you want and that you love. I have faith in you. You will definitely be able to do it. Speaking of some of the people that I have been following, Marianne Williamson, as I mentioned, um, was one of them. I actually want to share a quote because this, I feel like, has hit home with me, and I think it will with a lot of people. One of her quotes, her famous, one of her famous quotes is, our deepest fear is not that we are inadequate, but our deepest fear is that we are powerful beyond measure. It is our light, not, not our darkness, that most frightens us. And, you know, that quote hit home to me when I read it because I feel that, you know, you mentioned earlier with me starting this venture, I don't know where it's going to lead. And, you know, there's days I feel fearful because I don't know and it's the unknown. And I feel like a lot of us go through that. And so we hold ourselves back. And I feel like when we hold ourselves back, it's hard to make the changes in the world. It's hard to, to make some, you know, to make, um, this is, and this is how you change the world. You know, one person at a time doing, um, what they are passionate about doing and soaring and not holding themselves back. So I just wanted to share that because that was something very important to me and that kind of hit home. And I feel like a lot of us do do that. And so I think it's important to just follow our passions and listen to our instincts. And I feel like, you know, the rest comes into play and good things happen when we're really following our hearts. Well, Jenny Askins, and, of course, her website is singlemomempowered.com. She is the leader and founder of the Single Mom Life. And then, of course, her book is Connecting Within. And, again, that's going to be on all the resources that you can find on her podcast page. But, Jenny, really enjoyable conversation. Really glad we did this. And thank you again for all thank your you time. Jeff. No, thank you. And as I said, you know, earlier that it really, I really appreciate you having me on. And of course, as always, I appreciate our friendship. Hey, vice versa, Jenny. Absolutely. On the next episode of Women Really Mean Business, presented by Athena International, Jennifer Dworak had a successful career as a nurse, but her calling is to be a photographer. She talks about that transition and why she believes the universe wants you to be successful as long as you will listen. You'll love this talk. And here's a little bit from Jennifer. I just had to have faith in myself. And and I think when you start doing that, it's so rewarding because you get rewarded. You get, when, when little accomplishments happen, you're like, wow, I did that. And so that feeds your soul. Only you can help us grow. Rate and review us on the podcasting service you use to listen. It's so valuable and important. Thanks in advance. And we hope you're back for the next episode of Women Really Mean Business presented by Athena International.